Greetings and salutations. Welcome once again to the Capeless Crusaders live at the time from the safe house. My name, of course, is David Barry at DR Barry on varying social media platforms. I am joined this evening by none other than you have lived your last day. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. That's a quote. That's a quote right there. That's a quote mm. that is relevant to the topic. Mm hmm. So, otherwise, we, you're really scared listening to our podcast. <laughs> otherwise, right we're just like, someone's in, their, someone's in their car right now, like, what? What did I just do? What's happening? He's gonna do what? So, we are your number one, supposedly, podcast for anything allegedly comic book related, so they say. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can find anything related to the Capeless Crusaders at thecapelesscrusaders.com. That is your number one hub. You can find all of our social medias, all of our things, all of our. Other things. Other things, yeah. All, all the, the hoedown and the, the hoot nanny. The hoot nanny. So, on this week's episode, we're of course going to go around the horn and we're going to talk about what comic books we've been reading this week. We're going to have some news, a lot of it, as you can see. It's just a ridiculous amount. A lot of news. Uh, and then our main topic, as you can see by the thing, if you're on the episode or if you're in the, the podcast app or if you're on the YouTubes, or you know what we're talking about. We are of course talking about... Raz al Ghul. Raz al Ghul. Raz al Ghul 101, which the means we are going to give you an introduction to one of the greatest Batman villains of all time. It's actually our first villain. Our first villain one, which yeah. is a good one. I'm nice. excited, I'm excited yeah. for it. So, when we are in the safe house. This is true. When we are surrounded by Kamek's. As we are. We got Kamek's. Kamek's there. We got Kamek's here. When we have six bootleg... <laughs> Hulkbuster figures in a pile. That's the real sound of a... That's a real sound of a real bootleg <laughs> for all of you audiophiles. We like to go around the horn. Sorry, it ain't working again. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going to go with that. It was last second. So... When we go around the horn, we go around the table in a circular fashion, except for the fact that we no longer have a circular table. It's we don't. Not a, not a thing. Rectangle. It's a rectangular uh, surface uh, with four sides. Mm -hmm. uh, this is true. Equal. I don't. I'm not. I don't. Math. Yeah, geometry. Whew. We talk about what comic books we've been reading this week. So, in preparation for tonight, yes, I didn't read anything related. Um, we flip flopped. Yeah, basically. Uh, I just did some other stuff. Okay. Um. I am still in the process of rereading. I, I, I don't. It's not that I don't want to be current on everything that's going on, but I needed a break. Mm -hmm. Everything going on, Marvel and DC, it's all so good right now. Image, all so good. IDW, boom, all so good. <laughs> but you know, my, I, I'm back at work because summer vacation is over, and so I was just like, you know what, I need to just go old, reliable, and I'm still rereading Saga of nice. the Swamp Thing. Alan Swamp Moore, thing. followed by some other people, followed by Brian K. Vaughn, followed by some other people, followed by uh, Grant Morrison and nice. Mark Millar wrapping it up. So Those I, are a I'm, lot of big names. Lots of big names. So I'm rereading Saga of the Swamp Thing uh, because I just, I need my old reliable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you say that I'm picturing Mel Brooks in this story. <laughs> That's Saga of the Swamp Thing. It's a very short, a very short <laughs> green... <laughs> <laughs> merchandising merchandising <laughs> swamp thing the lunch box swamp thing the toilet paper <laughs> swamp thing the doll Mel you're made still a, alive and kicking make it happen swampy, <laughs> all right yeah so who, who, 
Who would play Constantine? Call me. Get, Harvey, not... get a Harvey Corman back in the <laughs> yeah, Exactly. It's Constantine. <laughs> uh, get Rick, Rick Moranis. Um, <laughs> so that is what I, I'm, I'm rereading the Schwamp thing. Nice. Schwamp thing is, I just can't stop saying it now. Um, Saga of the Swamp thing is just, it's it's great. It's, it's fantastic. It has a lot of tropes. The classic Alan Moore tropes, um, which I just say, just be critical, be aware, and you can still enjoy mm-hmm. a wonderful, creepy, epic story. Kids, do it. Read it. Read Saga of the Swamp Thing. Do it. Do it. Stevs. Yes. Stevs. Schwamp Stevs. <laughs> what did you read, my friend? So I did try to do a little bit more homework on the topic tonight, yes. and I read... Razal Ghul mm. uh, involved comics, so I went with two of the three in this trilogy of three books from eighty-seven, ninety, and ninety-two. They're called a trilogy. Don't know if it was planned. That's a, that's but a, big, a big gap. Yeah, for a right. I know. <laughs> uh, the first two are written by the same guy, and the first one being Batman: Son of the Demon, mm-hmm. uh, written by Mike Barr and artistry done by Jerry Bingham. Uh, the story in that basically is. Um, Batman, Bruce Wayne, Batman. he is trying to solve a murder that's occurring in Gotham. And one of the victims is a doctor he's known for a very long time, which leaves a note. And the note is, a you know, like a little clue to who he's looking for. And right off the bat, he believes he knows who it is. Talia comes out of nowhere into his life. And the two of them go see Dad. Her dad, which okay. is Ross Ogle. I'm just saying like that not gravestone. Thomas. Not, Thomas. not Thomas, no. Uh, they go see Ross, and it turns out... That Batman and Roz have the same common enemy in this person. And his name is spelled Q-A-Y-I-N, mm. but it's pronounced the same way as Kane. Mm. And they make reference that he's named after the, the first murderer mm. in the world. Also the first vampire. First vampire as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is true. Um, and it's actually, I wish I would known before I started reading it, but on the day we chose a villain, I end up reading a story where the villain and the hero have to team up. To take out a greater villain. <laughs> yeah, you, you chose wrong. Yeah, and I, I, I chose poorly. There it is. This is um, a really good reference. So, uh, they decide to team up, but Roz says he'll only let it happen if he marries Talia. And from previous issues, they're already kind of married, just not together, so <laughs> now they're together. Oh, right. They're still in love. That actually is a in panel. A, in a biblical way. That actually is a panel that occurs. Not, not as much, but it leads into that. Um... Lots of things happen. Like, say, I don't know, Talia gets pregnant. (gasps) Yeah, yeah. Batman doesn't want her to fight because now she's pregnant. And try to say he's not going to fight. But then she loses the baby. And because of that, because of the guy, makes Batman and Roz team up one more time to fight. And it sets up a uh, certain amount of... um, um, Stepping Stones mm-hmm. that Grant Morrison would pick up down the road mm-hmm. in which he created Batman's son, Damien. Mm-hmm. So we thought it was a miscarriage. really wasn't a miscarriage. It was so Bruce wouldn't know. So Quality. that's son of, that's, uh, son of the Demon. Uh, the second one is Birth of the Demon. I didn't get to that one. I did start... Uh, excuse me. I didn't read Bride of the Demon. I went on to the third one, which is Birth of the Demon. Apologize. Lots of birth and... Bride and Son in this death whole trilogy. And, Lots and, of death. And. That one was written by Dennis O'Neill and Norm Brayfogle. Yeah, and that's actually going to come up later on. Yes. Yes. Danny. And Danny O'Neill. He's all over the place. Yes. So I'll actually save what... We'll save what that one's about until we get to the meat mm-hmm. of our show. So yeah, those are my 
to Raz Al Ghul stories. Dig it. I read today. Dig it. Hey, also, welcome to uh, the chat room. Hello. Uh, Son of Manners in there. Squiggles is in there. And hey. Ruru. Uh, spoiler, the baby becomes Damien. You're not wrong. <laughs> Fact. You're not wrong. Uh, so, <clears throat> we'll get more mm-hmm. to the head of the demon later. Mm. Because first, we need to talk what was that? about some late breaking oh, no. news. Uh, this just in, uh, Trump and John McCain, no, I'm not going uh, <laughs> to, the smoke is finally clear. Yeah. Yeah. It's not on fire anymore. It's actually the 80s? majority. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's nice right Let's now. not talk about politics. No. Hey, we have a ton of news because we didn't have an episode last week. So I'm going to cover some of the news from last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, some is relevant to tonight. Actually, only one is really relevant tonight. So first off, um, Tom Cruise and Mark Wahlberg for Green Lantern. <laughs> so Tom Cruise is apparently on the short list. Um, the reason he doesn't want to do it is because they want him to be Hal Jordan and they want <coughs> him to die. Uh, which I don't want him to be Hal Jordan, but I wouldn't mind if he died. Yeah. Uh, in the movie. Uh, and then Mark Wahlberg is apparently on that short list as well. I don't like either of those. I'm going to be honest. I think even, even like people who are like, we'll, t- we'll talk about these guys who are against, you know, forced diversity later on. Even they're like, we don't want a white Green Lantern. <laughs> like, we don't want any of the white guys. Give us Kyle. Or give us... Or at least don't make him the main character. Or give make us them John. Supporting. Make, yeah. make Kyle supporting Yeah, or, or, or make him die. Or make him die. <laughs> sure to that. Um, I mean... I, I, I enjoy Mark Wahlberg movies. Yeah. I love Mission Impossible, the franchise. Mm. I don't want either of these guys mm-hmm. to be Hal Jordan or any Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, Mark, you look great in your 40s in the shape you're in. Okay. I don't want you to be a Green Lantern. Okay, I'm I, trying to get my leg under the table. This nope. is difficult. Nope, there you go. Ooh. He's good. He's good. That is there on the short list? <laughs> yeah. Ruru, I want Tom Cruise to play Mogo. It's the only character big enough for his ego. Ooh, zinger. There it is. Manderson. <laughs> Manderson Wahlberg is Guy Gardner. Actually, you know what? With a super Boston accent. Ooh. I hey, I got a wicked ring over here. <laughs> I'm wearing my khakis, though. <laughs> I'm also wearing khakis. I might be down at 30. <laughs> I might be okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I want that one. Uh, in other news, again, not really relating tonight, but kind of relating tonight, uh, apparently DC Comics confirmed that Batman is an atheist. I, As an atheist, I can firmly say, for all atheists, we don't care. As, as a Batman fanatic... I kind of already assumed it. As 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 raised Catholic. As raised Catholic. Yeah. Kind of thought he was. I mean, or agnostic at least. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But a bunch of people were like very upset because they're like, oh, well, he has like, you know, he knows actual gods. Why wouldn't he be agnostic? And it's like, okay, but he could still like not believe that they are deities. He could just believe they're super powerful beings. So does Tony Stark, and he's also an atheist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna. Be, it's it's one of those things that it's like cool, but did we really need to be like explicit about it? Right? Yeah. I I don't know. It just it just kind of started like it just kind of created more unnecessary, like rude conversations between fans. Because, kinda because that's all we have recently is just rude conversations between yep. fans. Because um, now like apparently religious fans were like, Oh, he'd at least be agnostic or like and then atheist fans were like then they got upset because religious fans were defending it. and it's like in the end, none like all of you shut up. Doesn't it, matter. It, it, for for me, I don't need my heroes. To match the beliefs that I have. Yeah. We also don't need them 100% defined. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it, it goes back. We had this conversation a while ago now when they had that that whole, uh, uh, what's the thing when you get a bunch of signatures? Petition. Petition. That right. petition to, to make the Joker gay 
or or at least or or make him like pansexual. And it was kind of one of those things where all like, yeah, we all we all know that he's kind of already knew that. Yeah, it's it's again, it's it, it, no no one has explicitly like had him like coming out to his family, but again. This idea about, like, especially the Joker, is that he's very ill-defined, and that's exactly. what makes him so interesting. Um, he was never written, uh, Joker, murderer, crazy clown, straight. Yeah, straight. No, exactly. Like, he, the, the, like the, the sexuality of his character in general with male, female, and everything in between, just, it's, it's not, I'm not saying you don't want representation. I'm saying, first off, does anyone want to be represented by him? I don't think anyone would be like, yes, proud member of this community. No one wants him. The clowns community, like rodeo clowns, like, no, no, no. P.T. Barnum, you can have him. You know, Matt Murdock, Daredevil, he's the one who praised the rosary. Bruce Wayne has never been the one that I've pictured at home going, oh, gotta do it. My my baby's in there crying. She's like, I don't like this. She doesn't like it either. See? So Bruce is whatever Bruce wants to be, and this wasn't a shocker. Yeah, this was weird. In sad news this week, um, Russ Heath passed away this week. Now, Russ Heath, for those of you who don't know, is possibly the greatest war comic artist of all time not that he was involved in a war but of all like the classic comics like the war comics about the tanks and the pilots and 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 all the war themed comics he's one of the greatest artists to ever put pen to paper and that is definitely a loss of the entire comic book community um you should definitely check out some of uh work you'll be so impressed by the way he's able to bring um, sometimes a lot of the grittiness and, and helplessness of war onto page. Nice. Um, another, not as sad news, but equally bumming me out. Oh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 postponed indefinitely. Yeah. Now, indefinitely suggests that it's been, like, canceled. It hasn't. It's just that the pre-production crews have been dismissed and told to look for other work. Mm-hmm. Basically, what that means is the guys who are there to get, like, the very basic stuff rolling were told... We're not going to be shooting this for a little while. Go home. Mm-hmm. Again, the baby's super upset about it. Big fan. Um, and a lot of this comes, of course, from the firing of James Gunn, um, the subsequent not hiring of a new director, subsequent petitions and everything to get him rehired, uh, anger from the cast, anger from fans. And I think it, as far as your production is concerned, it's a smart move because you just don't want all that drama. I don't care who it is. Even if it's Taika Waititi, people are going to be very upset. Mm-hmm. Um and like Rue just mentioned, will Batista return to play Drax or is he staying dead? Batista has made it very clear that he's very unhappy with Disney's decision. And he also actually said that if they don't use Gunn's script, um, he'll ask to ask to be released. Probably Batista bomb someone first. Yeah, he'll Batista bomb the mouse. <gasps> Those of you who are there. listening, I'm doing the Batista mannerisms on the ropes. Yeah, which is like the... Google the, Batista. The ultimate warrior. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so it's... Uh, I think the biggest thing is... Kevin Feige and his team are probably just so pissed oh, yeah. still because oh. they're like, what, where do we put the movie if we're going to film at a different time? You know, who knows? He's walking by pictures of Steamboat Willie and just, <laughs> just <a> mouse. He's <laughs> got a balloon. He's just socking. <laughs> yeah. uh, in better news, the original Defenders are returning. Not to TV, um, but to, to to the comics. So the original uh, Defenders were, of course, Doctor Strange, Silver Surfer, Namor, the Savage Submariner, and Hulk. Man, that is really different from the show. Yeah, very, very different. <laughs> Not even uh, one. So it's come back in December. We don't have too many other details about it. I believe Al Ewing is involved. And um, the big thing is that it's, it's going to use the current run of Hulk. Like, he's going to be in there, which is where he's... 
Bruce Banner by day, then usually something happens and he dies and it becomes the Hulk at night and he like resurrects. So that's going to be interesting to see that version of the Hulk in here. But I'm really looking forward to it because I just really like that version of the the Defenders. Uh, Now this one's for you. Oh. Your boy. Yeah. Your boy, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. People's champ. Has confirmed that his new Big Trouble in Little China movie is not a reboot. Good. Which is important. Uh, it is a continuation of the universe. I'm good with that. Does that mean that uh, your old pal Jack Burton and the Pork Chop Express are going to make an appearance? Ah, uh, uh, Mr. Burton. Mr. Burton. Mr. Burton. <laughs> shut up. Shut up, Mr. Burton. Love that movie. Shut up. <laughs> Such a great movie. John Carpenter. Yeah. Blending his horror with his action. Now, if John Carpenter and The Rock join forces... Oh, Wait, dear. is John Carpenter still alive? Oh, yeah. He's okay. Producing, uh, he's producing the Halloween I'm thinking, No, I'm thinking of the zombie. Romero. I'm thinking of oh, Romero. Oh, Romero. Romero died. Um, real fast. Um, in the chat. Wait, how do we get the Netflix... Get to the Netflix Defenders from that? The, the Defenders, like the Avengers, went through a lot of changes. And the current iteration <laughs> with uh, Iron Fist... Uh, Luke Cage, Daredevil, Jessica Jones. That is more of a modern take uh, in the last 20 years. But um, the original Defenders were, were those. Uh, those Defenders, the Netflix Defenders, make more sense at a street level, like street level Avengers, yeah. as opposed to, you know, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange being Silver Surfer, Hulk, Hulk Namor. <laughs> a little bit higher up. Um, a little bit. Oh, John Carpenter. and Because Carpenter right now is producing... The next Halloween movie, yeah, yeah, which he wouldn't do unless he liked the script. Right. So if they can do something that Carpenter likes, to have Carpenter, one of my favorite directors, and my I mean, boy, the People's Champ, the People's Champ, in the whoo, in the in the whoo, that's <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, thanks for the Twitch Prime. But I'm very happy with the continuation. Yeah. Of Big Trouble in Little China, that yeah. was a, they made it a comic recently though. They didn't did. It? it was a uh, um. Oh, what was it? It's like they made him like old man Jack, um, and okay. they also did a crossover with with uh, uh, with Escape from New York. <laughs> so Snake Pliskins and Jack Burton Carpenter were together. Duo. I love it. It was so ridiculous. I was, I was all oh, about if we that. We had Kurt and Rock in the same. Oh, that's just gonna be ridiculous. Oh, Kurt Russell and the Rock in the same movie. I mean, I think that'd be super entertaining. Yeah, I think that'd just be a lot of fun. Oh, that's great. I'm down. Um, let's see. Uh, real, real fast to the chat. Was that the most recent run? Um, the the Defenders that are coming back in December, that is the old version. Um, the most recent run, and actually previously, I guess about probably the last like, 10 years, I think, the Defenders on and off were like Luke Cage and the Heroes for Hire kind of in there. And then Ruru, do you think Sony will do a Jessica Drew movie set in the Venomverse? I'm not sure, but I would love to see it. Because Spider-Woman, she, I love spider I love Jessica Drew, I oh, love Spider-Woman. Okay. Yeah, okay, I love that character, but I don't know what Sony's doing at this point, man. Like, I got no idea. But when they call it the Sony Universe of Marvel characters, that's what they call it. The the smut, the Summock. That's stupid. S-U-M-C, that's what they call it. The Sony stupid. Universe of Marvel characters. In other okay. news. Okay. <laughs> back to the DC Universe. Yes. Alec Baldwin man. is playing Thomas Wayne... Apparently, my baby is not a fan. Not a fan of any of these choices. She's not. She's not down with any of it. Uh, Alec Baldwin is playing Thomas Wayne, the father of Batman, in the upcoming Joker movie. Uh, the one that Scorsese Scorsese's producing. Producing. Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker. Yes. Yeah. Director um, is uh, director is the guy who did had a Hangover in old school, but he's going drama. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I forget. Damn, I forget his name. But it's the guy who did the Hangover trilogy and old school. Yeah. And also a due date with RDJ and Zach Galifianakis. Okay. Um, I wasn't very, like, 
here's where I am right now. I'm not excited about this Joker one-off film. I wasn't excited about it at all because I, I don't know what DC's doing. Right. But if you take that element out, that the, the whole Joker DC focus, looking at the actors and behind the scenes, uh, behind the camera, this is like a movie that I would be watching opening weekend. That's like when the Departed right. trailer first came out. Right. I'm like, all those guys yeah. are in this Martin Scorsese movie, mm-hmm. Babe, we're going opening night. That's the same thing I'm seeing with this movie. Yeah. It has all these names that make me want to go see the opening weekend. Right. But it's this Joker you're like, story. You're that like, I'm like, we're getting another Joker. What are we doing? I think here? Uh, I think Tom put it best in the group that he has a friend who, uh, as he put it, the either everyone's crazy or the script is gold. Right? <laughs> There's no middle ground. It's one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Rue just put it best. It doesn't matter who they have playing the Joker. They need writers that understand the characters. Good and point. At this point, they have not. Uh, so we'll see what happens. In other related news, Oscar Isaac is in talks for a secret role in the Joker film. Oscar Isaac, he is. Oh my god, why am I forgetting? Poe Dameron. Oh. Yeah, Oscar Isaac and a bunch of people oh. said, Batman, 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 right? Batman. I'm like, that'd be, I'd be all about that. Right? That'd be so strange, because it's just like we have another Batman. <laughs> because it wouldn't make sense, because if everything else about this universe is different, you wouldn't have Ben Affleck. You wouldn't Batman have Affleck, Batman. yeah. So if Oscar Isaac could play that, or like Nightwing, or anything, I'm down. Oscar Isaac is great, so ooh, I'm down with it. That's a good, ooh. Yeah, so we don't know Again, yet. Again, it's making me, God. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, I'm like, I want to watch this movie, this even though I don't want to watch this movie. Wow. Um, and in actual comic book news, oh, um, Conan the Barbarian. Oh, not Conan. Got it. Conan was... O'Brien. Conan the Barbarian is finally coming back home to Marvel Comics. Nice. Marvel has the rights to Conan the Barbarian, and they will be publishing with Jason Aaron writing The Man right now, and Mahmoud Asrar drawing. So Mahmoud is... Drawing a little bit of the X-Men books right now. Oh, okay. phenomenal. Nice. So good. And Jason Aaron is freaking Jason Aaron. Like, he's, <laughs> he's, he's like Marvel's golden boy right now. Mm-hmm. And to do Conan the Barbarian, like, back at Marvel, I'm so excited. Because I love, I love sword and sorcery. And Conan's a little more sword than sorcery. And I love Conan the Barbarian, even though, like, you know, just with a critical eye, there's some serious issues. Cool. But just, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. Nice. I'm stoked. Nice. So, uh, and this one's. Yeah, you read about this. Yeah, this the late breaking news. Opie, Opie, I don't remember his real name. Ryan Horst. Ryan, thank you. Opie has been cast as Beta in The Walking Dead. So if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, you know that Beta is one of the whispers. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how much. I've gone that far yet. Okay, I've, I've started it, but I haven't gone that far yet. Okay, so so the the whispers are uh, a group of survivors okay. who skin zombies Ooh. and wear their skin so they can blend in Ooh. with. The, the 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 herds you know the big groups of zombies and they can direct them basically like using their whispers they whisper and they communicate with each other uh and so they're gonna be the the bad guys uh which is i mean i think opie i mean ryan horse is a great actor um, in case of those of you who aren't aware uh barry and i were sons of anarchy fans and we're calling him by his name until, in the until show. Until Opie died, until I was a Sons of died. Anarchy fan. yeah that was a sad spoiler moment. alert um so yeah so ryan Hurst is uh he's gonna be beta were you gonna uh, those of you, also, if you didn't watch Sons of Anarchy, he's the guy, I remember the Titans, who said left side, strong and then side. strong side, yeah. left side, without the long hair. Yeah, and wasn't he beard. also in, was he in Private Ryan? Yes, he was the one who couldn't hear, but when the Tom Hanks like yelled loud enough, he could tell them where Ryan was. Yes. Yeah, that was a small part. Yeah. Nice, that's a good breakdown of his career. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go, go, Ryan Hart. So go, he's going to be on, uh, on The Walking Dead. Nice. And, lastly. Oh. Comicsgate. These guys. Still sucks. Yep. 
That's all we gotta say. Yeah, that's 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 about I it. I want to say it too. Comicsgate still sucks. Yeah. Hey friends, <laughs> that's all we got. Yeah, that's that's what we got. Um, basically, uh, in the last week, um, Comicsgate, uh, they basically posted a video, um, of Darwin Cook, the late great Darwin Cook, um, his uh, widow, um, who didn't not really active on social media, uh, commented on it. And uh, Comicsgate then proceeded to drag her through the mud, which meant that a lot of big comic book creators finally stepped up and said that Comicsgate is an awful, awful group. Good. Um, but it took them way too long to say something. Yep. And a lot of them still aren't saying it. A lot of them are just saying comics are for everyone, like blanket. It's like, cool, thoughts and prayers. Right. Yeah, whatever. I want to move away from that because the, the, if I get stuck on Comicsgate, I'd... it'll be the whole show. <laughs> Cameras falling over. Yes. So you know what? This is for you, Comics Gate. Yeah, I'm gonna join in. You got the gym nod for me. Yeah, yeah. Was... Anyway, uh, so hey, main topic. What's that? Raz Al Ghul. The demon's head. The demon's head or the ghoul's head. Yes. Yeah, depending on uh, what what translation you want to go mm-hmm. with. So I'm gonna start with the basic, and then we'll go from there. Let's do it. First off. Ra's al Ghul, for those of you who are unaware, one of the greatest Batman villains of all time. My favorite. His favorite. He's one of the best. His first appearance. Ra's al Ghul's first appearance was in Batman number 232 in June of 1971. So, wow. He is the leader of the League of Assassins, also known as the League of Shadows or the Society of Shadows. They, uh, the League of Assassins predates him by four years. Batman uh, ran into the League of Assassins four years before he actually met Ra's al Ghul, who is the demon's head. Um, the League of Assassins, his group is also known as the Demon Fang, because uh, the demon is actually relates to an entire criminal organization run by Ra's al Ghul. He was created by Julius Schwartz, who basically came with the concept of the name. He was an editor at DC at the time. Dennis O'Neill, who you read some of his work, he comes up a lot in a lot of these stories. And Neil Adams, legendary comic book artist for DC uh, especially. His Superman run, everything is fantastic. He was the original artist behind Ra's al Ghul. So... He's based, this is what's interesting to me, he's actually inspired by uh, On Her Majesty's Service, uh, by the James Bond film. Yes. And um, oh, there's like, like a Fu Manchu, which was like a like a serial. Um, oh. Yeah, like he was based on like, so they use a lot of those like, like kind of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, spaghetti Western kind of style, gotcha, like, gotcha, like, gotcha. using him. So, quickly... I'm going to address something that just came up in the chat. because uh-huh. uh, Yeah. T.O. <laughs> Sharpshooter says, IDK, which is I don't know for those you know who don't realize. That's what that means. Why the CW shows still say Reish Al Ghul instead of Raz. So, before we get to this, which mm-hmm. you'll, you'll do, mm-hmm. here's what you need to realize. So, I did some digging. Um, a couple other people posted some ideas on Twitter, and then we started to kind of culminating and bringing our information together. So, based on the information that Steve is going to give you about his birth... Um, we would assume that Raz would in fact be of Arabic descent. Uh, and in the Arabic pronunciation, it is Raz. Raz. Now, Raish is not incorrect. It is the uh, Hebrew translation or uh, pronunciation and the creators of Batman being of Hebrew descent. Who knows? Even though they weren't actually the uh, the creators here, but... Mm-hmm. Actually, no, no, that doesn't, yeah. We always thought, we are like, oh, Batman creators, but he wasn't around until 1971. That's true. Oh, uh, no, Julius Schwartz. No, he was, he's a Jewish descent. But still, the the idea is that um, 
Reish, Reish is the, the Hebrew, um, Raz is the Arabic, and he would be of Arabic descent. Why? Because, you see... Oh, first off, I'll go back to that, never mind that. Uh, in the birth of the demon story, which is a, a explanation of where he comes from, he was born 600 years ago in a nomadic tribe on the Arabian Peninsula. He was born there. That's where he was born. Raz. Therefore... He is Raz al Ghul. Yeah, that means Christopher Nolan was right. Yeah, Nolan was right. <laughs> uh, and interestingly, um, I had to put it in there that between different stories, they basically place him somewhere between 400 and 700 yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, some stories, uh, at one point, oh, which one was it? Was it Graham Morrison? Where at one point where he's like, someone asked him his age, and he's like, I'm 453. Graham Morrison. Or 458. I lost count somewhere oh, around the bubonic plague. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> we, we don't know, but... Um, part of the reason he is so old, and this is actually uh, this is important to go into his his skills, uh, his skill set, because he is not necessarily there's there's some iterations here he's not super powered. Um, there are some iterations that kind of make him more evil, more ghost like, mm-hmm. um, but he is a criminal mastermind. He's a skilled martial artist, an alchemist, a swordsman, a master swordsman, mind you, a master fence fenceman fencer fence. Fencing. Fencing. Uh, but he, the big thing is he has extended life via something called the Lazarus, the Lazarus Pit. Pit. Lazarus Pit is basically a big pool of Mountain Dew yes. that regenerates him. But kind of makes you a little crazy when you come back. Green, yellow, number five. Green, yellow, number five. Uh, sharpshooter, real quick. Um, in the CW shows, they actually used both. They played it safe. Ollie and his crew would say Roz. Members of the League would say Raish. It was their way of incorporating both names. Yes, and the League was wrong. The League was wrong. They're yeah. the ones who should be right. And his American name is oh, Raymond El Ghul. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Raymond <laughs> El Ghul. <laughs> Raymond. 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 We need to go take care of the League, Raymond. Oh, man. <laughs> Raymond El Ghul, the accountant of the demon. <laughs> anyway. Our finances in the League seem kind of high, guys. Uh, so... <laughs> Important. So normally, when it's a hero, we do their their allies, their villains. Um, but the main thing, I mean, he's taken on a lot of superheroes. Mm-hmm. So instead, we're going to talk more about his family. Um, so obviously, Talia, yes. Nissa, and is it Dusan? 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 Dusan. Okay, uh, are his children. Um, Dusan, we only really see in like one story. Yeah, well, one. He he only has one son. Talia and Nissa are far more involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of, but of course, via Talia and Bruce, you mentioned earlier. Damien. Damien. Damien so, Wayne. So Damien is the grandson of Ra's al Ghul, heir to the demon's head, expected to one day lead the league, uh, raised to be a new Alexander the Great, because they're very like, he's he's very like old world, like mm-hmm. epic heroes, epic characters. So he was supposed to be Alexander the Great, bred from birth, take the rule. Um, and he was very aggressive, and he still is pretty aggressive, but he calmed down a little bit when he met his father, Batman. Batman. Talking about a calm self, trained him to be the new Robin. In a lot of people's opinion, he's one of the best Robins. I think he's a really great Robin. He's a great Robin. I think he's he is really a great Robin. Robin. Uh, but his genetic perfection and genetic makeup unfortunately marked him to be the ideal host for his grandfather when he wanted to take over his body, <laughs> which we talk about later. Thanks, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> your great grandson, give me your body. I'm exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you over here, and uh, my <laughs> other kid's albino. I guess <laughs> that happened. Yeah, that was strange. Uh, so. Important stories for you to check out. Now, you read... I read The Son of the Demon, and I started Birth of the Demon. Okay. So, if you want um, to get a... Like, to see his original story by Dennis O'Neill and Neil Adams, 
Batman Tales of the Demon. That's the thing. Of the Demon is way used way too much. It's all for him. You're it's just like, uh... He's got a demon in there? Oh, it's got to be about Roz. Yeah, Get of... Um, so Tales of the Demon in 1991 is a collected volume. Collect the original 1970s Ra's al Ghul stories uh, all in one succinct little form. Um, other important ones, Birth of the Demon 1992 by Dennis O'Neill and Norm Brayfogel, uh, which give the origin of mm-hmm. Ra's al Ghul. Um, I'll do this one then you do these two. Yeah. Or you do these three. Uh, so this one actually is probably one of my favorite stories, which is why I have a little breakdown of it. So Justice League of America, Volume 7, The Tower of Babel, from 2001 by Mark Wade. Yeah, Mark nice. Wade is fantastic. Go. Uh, Roz goes up against the Justice League of America. And you think, how is Roz al Ghul? I mean, he's got a big organization of assassins. How's he going to beat Superman? How's he going to beat all these right. Aquaman, Batman, all these guys? Well... What is the thing that Batman always has? Kryptonite. Exactly. <laughs> he has a contingency plan for, for everyone. everything. Yeah, contingency he's plan. ready to take down everyone. Uh-huh. Which means all it takes is one of the greatest other detectives in the world to find that. So, yes. Justice League of America number forty-three through forty-six. Roz discovers Batman's contingencies Ooh. for all the other Justice League members and uses them against them. And who would be the one person who could take him down? Batman. So what does he do? Throws Batman off the trail by stealing the bodies of the Waynes. Oh, that's right. This yeah. was used for um, uh, the the animated film. Um, was it War or was it? God, we watched. I think I know which one you're talking. A couple about. years back, yeah, I watched yeah. it, and it was this movie where all of Batman's contingency plans got released. Yeah, it's based on that. Yeah, nice. And so he steals the Waynes' bodies. Uh, so Batman actually leaves the Justice League of America after a while because they feel like they can no longer trust him. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, then they later let him back in because he's like, well, guys, <laughs> I had to do it because what happens <coughs> if Superman went crazy? Mm-hmm. And they're all like, well, well you're kind of a point. You're not wrong. <laughs> they all kind of became Jerry Seinfeld, a little more Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> So what are the other ones that we oh, think so are, are important? After that, we've got Batman Death and the Maidens from 2004 by Greg Rucka and Klaus Johnson, which gives us the ultimate death of Ra's al Ghul. Greg Rucka is just, everything he touches turns into gold. Nice. Year one, Batman Ra's al Ghul, 2005 by Devin K. Grayson and Paul Gulasi. Missing there? Gulasi? Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. Which takes place a year after Ra's death in Death and the Maidens, so mm-hmm. it's the sequel to what happened before. And then rounding out, we've got Batman The Resurrection of Ra's al Ghul. 2008 by Grand Morrison, Peter Milligan, Fabian Nietzsche, 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 and Paul Dini. The big crew. Which chronicles Ra's al Ghul's resurrection. So yeah. there's a trilogy of his death and him coming back. It just, the guy doesn't die. Ra's al Ghul is Jesus. He, yeah, evil Jesus. Nah, nah, he's Jesus. He's just Jesus. <laughs> League of Assassins bringing, bringing balance through Jesus. <laughs> And murder. My bad. No, he's not the wrong. Anyway. But I mean, so again, like you want to talk about these these people these people who've written him. Dennis O'Neill, mm-hmm. Mark Wade, Greg Rucka, Grant Morrison, Morrison, Peter Milligan. Like you have like amazing people. Cause I'm gonna be honest, if you look it up, Ra's al Ghul, for as important as he is, he is not super what's the word I'm looking for? He's not used frequently. Mm-mm. Like he's not overused. He's a villain that is just that is just used in the perfect amount. Yeah, like he's, he's not like he's appropriately. He's not constantly coming back. He came he came back a lot. He was kind of a constant in the animated series, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about in a minute, mm-hmm. um, and in the the films. But overall, like he's been he's 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 been sporadically used, which is a positive thing. I yes. think he, he, when he pops up, it's good, it's great, and then he goes away for a while. He's kind of just a constant. Yeah. Um. So. 
And yeah, so it's Justice League Doom. Is that the Justice League Doom? Thank you, Ruru. That's the movie I was thinking of. That where they take that story angle and go with it. It's, it was so good. And another um, <coughs> another big one that I think this actually um, very much inspired Batman Begins. Um, because Batman Begins obviously took a lot from Year One mm-hmm. and a lot of other things, but this story itself—it um, was two part. Well, it was a two 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 story. Basically, it was a crossover event in 1996. It's called Contagion, and then Legacy. Okay. Um, basically, it fed directly into no, the No Man's Land Batman arc and demonstrated the full breadth, breadth, breadth. Of, of Ra's al Ghul and the League of Assassins' power. In Contagion, a deadly virus is released by not, not, not Ra's al Ghul being alchemist um, into Gotham. Um, and Ra's reveals the mastermind. Um, and it basically follows it, actually, is a sequel to Nightfall um, because it actually brings back Bane. Um, so, this is actually the, the closest he ever gets to his goal of wiping out the human race because that's how he thinks balance. He's very Thanos in that. Mm-hmm. He's like, balance would be to kill everyone. Um, so actually that, that kind of, that idea of the, the wiping out, not so much a virus because he, he, I mean, he tried, he talks about using different ways. Yeah. You know, they talk about how they've, they've wiped out cities and they've salted the land and they poisoned. We burned London to the ground. Yeah. But, uh, in the, in the movie, of course they use the, the, (laughs) the water, the water guy. Yeah. 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 Whatever that means. (laughs) I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Uh, they actually... In the Son of the Demon and Birth of the Demon, they actually they also refer to him as kind of like he's kind of an eco terrorist mm-hmm. because he actually believes, like you were saying, in the old world and the mm-hmm. old natural mm-hmm. earth, mm-hmm. and sees many of our advancements to be you know destruction of the right, earth. Right. So it's part of the reasons why he the balance he has is right. because he wants to bring the earth back to its natural state, which is why he's such a great villain. Because again, the best villains are the ones where you can't always fault them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're you're right. Like we've done these terrible things, and we might not think he's he's basically one of those people that he, has, you know, he's willing to make the hard decision. Yes, you know, he's like Thanos. He's willing to make that choice. You know, and to 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 step and grab destiny by the chin, chin, chin lines, chin lines. Yeah. <laughs> And they put put a put a, a, a poker chip in there like Mick Foley puts in his forehead. Um, Son of Mander, he's in comics infrequent enough to kind of forget about him. Then bam, holy s, it's Roz. It's Roz. Holy s under holy sh. Holy sh. Why isn't Poison Ivy his waifu? Because Poison Ivy is obsessed with Schwamp thing. Yeah, she is Schwamp thing. Yeah. She wants to be in the green. If you know what Schwamp I'm saying. Schwamp thing. So. Obviously, so we, we just said why, part of the reason why Ra's al Ghul is such a great villain. The, the, you, you can't always fault him. Um, he's one of those characters that he basically, he deduced, because he actually, he, he figured out who Bruce Wayne yeah. was. Yeah, just yep. just being, you know, because he always calls him the detective. Mm-hmm. I and love he, that. He himself is a detective. Uh, and he, he's, he's this very, like, old school, like, honorable villain in yes. a lot of ways. Um, which is why it's been so great the multiple times he's popped up in other media. Um, so we already mentioned that he's been in the animated series. And uh, you found out, who, who was it? You had a, a story about the... Yeah, so the animated series is where, of course, where I first learned about mm-hmm. Razo mm-hmm. and his, he was voiced by David Warner. And David Warner, for those of you fellow nerds out there, he was the science TGRI guy from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, okay? He's a scientist who helps Donatello and all the guys try to take out Tokar and Razar. He He's the scientist. It's that guy. He's the jerk face muscle guy for Billy Zane in Titanic. 
the one who's rolling the bullet down on the table is DiCaprio's tied uh, up to the, that yeah, that's okay. that's the voice of Ra's al Ghul in okay. the animated series okay. David Warner hang on now I'm gonna look him up because now I'm like what else oh wait, he's, a, he's a legend he's been around for a long time but those are the two oh, things duh. Up. didn't he play wait didn't he play Johnny Cash no, he looks just like. Johnny looks like Cash. him. He looks like him. Yeah, he was in Tron. Mm-hmm. He was in Star Trek. Yep. Oh man, yeah, he's. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. He was yeah. in Ripper Street. He's the TGRI. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. That guy with the turtles. Yeah, he's one of those British actors that pops up in like mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. He is the reason we love hearing Roswell Gould say, "Good evening, detective." Yes. That's the guy. That's him. So, in another uh, equally uh, oh. infamous version is uh, Liam Neeson mm. in the Dark Knight trilogy. Now, yeah. to be fair, he actually only was in one movie because he died after that. Appeared in a flashback-esque yeah, in but he Bruce's shows, mind. He shows up as a vision Dark in his Rises. mind in Dark Knight Rises uh, in his battles with Bane, which is, mm. I think, also really important because it ties in again to the Contagion Legacy Good point. series. Mm-hmm. And then we also had great, great bad guy, Mr. Jason Isaacs. Mm. You know him as uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Malfoy. Pa- Papa Malfoy. Papa Malfoy. <laughs> he was also the leader of the British Army and the Patriot. You're the father of that stupid little boy. He was. You hate him so For, much because yeah, he's so dude. happy about killing the son and everything. Yeah. Uh, he was Roz in Batman Under the Red Hood, which is a fantastic, dramatic animated film. It's, it is it is PG-13 status. It, 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 it just pulls at this. It's about the Jason Todd story, about Batman always feeling guilty about it, and Ra's al Ghul plays a part in that story. Yeah, he was in Peter Pan, too. He was in Peter Pan, yes. He, he was, was also Hulk. in Star Trek. He was a ca- yeah, he's in the new Star Trek. He's a captain. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, really oh, a good guy. Uh, he's in Black Hawk Down, too. Yes, yes. Steel. He was one of the colonels. Yes. Steel. Also, one of the freakiest movies you'll ever watch, In Space, Event Horizon. Uh-huh. He was the doctor who mm-hmm. ends up... Yeah. This happens to him. Watch... I won't do it because it's, it's Event Horizon and everything was graphic in that yeah, um, he was also the, the Death of Stalin that I have not seen yet and I really want to see nice. he's one of those uh, so yeah so Isaac's obviously fantastic uh, now um, in the Arkham City or the Arkham video games um, D. Bradley Baker actually voiced him again just a really really well well well, well renowned uh, voice actor who lent his voice to a fantastic video game series uh, now these two I want you to do the next one because mm-hmm. I got dibs mm-hmm. on this last one. <laughs> so, those of you who are a part of the Arrowverse, Matt Nabel from Australia, he was Ra's al Ghul in the series. He was the quote that I read at the beginning of the show saying, uh, you've lived your last day. That's what he said before he fought Oliver and he didn't fight him. He destroyed Oliver Queen in their first battle. Stem. Just right through the chest. Yeah, stem with that cheap looking sword from a <laughs> from a knockoff market. Because when you're Ra's al Ghul, I can kill you with a, with a toothpick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and last, oh, here we go. certainly not least, here we go. Um, the only, actually on this list, the only Roz that I have not actually seen in action, Same. but I am still most excited to see it because I have not watched Gotham. First season is all I got. All. First I have no desire to ever watch Gotham. Yeah, that do. being said, Alexander Siddig, also known here we go. as Dr. Brashear mm-hmm. in Star Trek. Was in 24 as a reformed terrorist. And some guy in Game of Thrones. Yes. I didn't watch that. He was the he was the brother of the Viper. Uh, Alexander Siddig is, uh, it is his American and uh, British name. A Sudanese uh, British citizen. His real name. Here we go. Full name. Siddig. Uh, uh, El Tahir. Mm-hmm. El Fadil. Okay. El Siddig. Okay. Abderrahman. Oh, really? There's Mohammed more. Ahmed Abdel Karim El Mahdi. Same man. 
One, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, thirteen names total. Could you imagine the headshot if he kept that? <laughs> names in the back too. Hold on. Hang on. What the, wow. It printed on the front. How do you got to cross your face? <laughs> wow. No wonder you. He just shortened it to Alexander Sadiq. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously his, his agent's like, yeah, I'm not even gonna try. Right, it. We, we can't sell you with this. Yeah. Song. Yeah. White people won't. White, white people, people won't even try, dude. White people will not try. What's his name? Sadiq El Tahiri. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm white. Um, <laughs> so uh, Alexander Sadiq, I'm I'm really interested in his uh, in his portrayal, just because he's a really good actor. I just don't have any desire to watch Gotham. I've seen like a YouTube clip of him, and I, I gotta say, every actor that we've seen visually perform, and even if you take in the vocals, how they do it, everyone has got the same essence. Yeah. The Roz has that the there's so much honor and respect when you're playing Roz Al Ghul that everyone has this this swagger to them. Yeah, they're they're all just just hefty. Very frequently, the arms are behind the back, Mm -hmm. or they're doing this thing. Yeah, they're 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 not they're they're never like in a defensive Mm. like they're 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 always just in control of everything. In control of the entire situation. Uh, Son of Mander said another Trek actor. Do they just all go bad like elves? Yes, Yes. that is exactly because I'm gonna be honest. You start as a good guy. And uh, you either die, die a hero, hero or live alone. yourself become the villain. And when you become the villain, you usually test your acting skills better and you usually become... I believe in Harvey Dent. You, you, more evil character. And Rue, is he related to the royal family because commoners don't get 13 names? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is an interesting point. I'll hit him up. We'll look it up. Yeah, next time we I see I wonder him. if his Twitter handle is that whole name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the name can't be 140 characters, <laughs> Alexander. Um, so yeah, so... It, Again, so that's that's pretty much the the basics, the the a good start to Ra's al Ghul. Now, a lot of people obviously have had a lot of experience with him, especially if you watch the animated series, like we all did as kids. Um, just a great, great villain overall. Oh, yeah. um, and I think um, understated. Uh, I, I think because he's just he's so he's so like not in your face, mm-hmm. and he he's. It's not over the top. He's just, he's cool. Dude, yeah. He, he's just so yeah. cool. He, it's, so, as someone who didn't read, it was the animated series that I learned about the majority of Batman's villains. And it always felt special when it was a Ra's al Ghul episode. Because he was, he was this villain who basically had the same ideas that your heroes would have. Mm-hmm. He just took them to an extreme. Mm-hmm. He, he and Batman both fought for a form of justice. It's just where Batman would hold back on being the executioner. Right. Roz would be the executioner of you, your family, and anyone else who might follow in your yeah, footsteps. in your city. Yeah, in your city. Everything. He had this extreme vision of what he felt was justice, and yet he respected the Bat. Whether you like the story of where they just know each other, or whether you're like me and love the whole Batman Begins angle of him training Bruce, and then them turning on each other, yeah. it's, this, it's that respect where... I'm against you, but I, I I know everything about you. I know you're a formidable foe. In uh in Arrow, when he when he stabs Oliver mm-hmm. Queen, he still throughout that fight says how much he respects Oliver, mm-hmm. and even says a prayer. He says a prayer over Oliver's body, mm-hmm. which isn't is who one, does that right? Isn't one of those like damn to hell? No, he's saying protect him from hell, keep him protected from the grave. He's saying great things about Oliver before he shoves him off the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just that essence he had and. Yeah. That's what I loved about watching his episodes. There was that that's the one that they kind of used as inspiration in Arrowverse in the Arrowverse. When it's him and Batman 
Batman's only got his mask on and his pants. They're right. both shirtless. Right. Volcano of Lazarus Pits glowing. Sword fight. One of the most epic animated series episodes. Yeah, that's how I felt. Oh, it's that's why he's my favorite. I mean, Joker's amazing. All those guys are amazing villains, but Roz has this to that point. Essence. He, he, you, you never feel like you see him in like a rogues gallery. No, he's not. He's not like a, oh, look at all these Bat Batman villains. He's not. Oh, look at you know he is. He stands alone. Exactly. The cheese stands alone. Mm-hmm. Like Godsmack said. Yeah. Minus the cheese part. Yeah, well, I was about to say that's the rock. <laughs> He's going to be in big trouble in Little China too. Oh, so that's how we tie it all together. Uh, Ruru said, oh, wow. He's the great, great, great grandson of Sudanese leader Muhammad Ama. Wow. Thanks for the research, nice. Ruru. And there we go. That actually made him even more badass. Why he's got 13 names. Uh, and TL Sharpshooter says Roz was excommunicated for Greenpeace because of this. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go uh, burn down some SUVs. I have something better. <laughs> we shall kill the city. We're going to free some animals and then we're going to salt the earth, apparently. <laughs> Roz. Sounds good, man. I think that Roz guy is a little out there. A little extreme. <laughs> nice robe, though. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> Felt with the the hair and the, the the beard thing. Every time, I'm going to be honest, when I grow my beard out, um, which we'll talk about beards in oh. a minute, um, but when I grow my beard out and I go to shave it, I always do like, you do the thing that everyone who has a beard and you shaves it does. You do, yeah, you yeah. do weird things. Like uh, like Ted Mosby, when he when he shaves the breakup beard <laughs> and he keeps coming out with a different, like that's what you do. You, start, yeah. you, you get your hand Handlebar mustache, uh-huh. you know, you get your reverse goatee, yeah. uh, you get your uh, strange biker thing, you do zebra lines. You try to do Tony Stark, then you mess up and shave it yeah, all off. Just, uh. <laughs> um, but I always uh, oh. do, I just shave right here, and I get me a little Ra's al Ghul action Oh, dude, going if on, you rush the Ra's al Ghul for a day, yeah. <laughs> just, all about you have that. to walk around with your hands behind your back. Yeah, the, 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 semi, the semi-Fu Manchu kind of style. I'll have a latte, and also, I'll have your family. <laughs> What? No, what, what, what are you... What? <laughs> you big weirdo? <laughs> so that is about going to wrap it up for Ra's al Ghul 101. That, no. there, there's your basics. We got we got the, the 70s stories from Dennis O'Neill. We got the, the trilogies. Again, he's an understated um, and I think perfectly utilized. Absolutely. Not, not quite underutilized. Just a perfectly utilized villain um, for anyone who's a, good, a big fan of not just, you know, superheroes going at it, the beat down, the superpowers... You like a little more finesse in your villain? Intelligence and finesse. And ferocity. Equal to the bat when it comes to their battles. You are looking, Ra's al Ghul is your man. Mm -hmm. So, that is about going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Speaking of what Daymares just said, angry trucker, lamb chops with goatee. That's actually how I look most of the time anyway when I don't have this. Um, (laughs) I'm not an angry trucker though. (laughs) Speaking of which... See this this you know I got my beard going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know I could use a little bit of uh, some moisturizing. And I think Roz used it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he totally did. He uh, Roz Ogul actually shops at beardbombbrush.com. I heard about it's that. It's weird. He also used the code Capeless and got 15% off of his order. Nice. Um, you know, maybe you don't like shopping where villains do. Maybe you do. Uh, but I'm actually going to be getting my first beard bomb brush here pretty soon. I'm going to be using it to do a little bit of shaping, a little bit of moisturizing, caring for the beard. So you can head over, like I said, to beardbombbrush.com, use the code CAPELESS, get 15% off. Wow, that's really difficult for me to get my finger <laughs> Hey, say you're more interested in 10% off. I don't know. Maybe you are. Maybe you can go to Computer Booter. 
local computer repair video game lounge and retro video game store. Mention us, get 10% off your purchase. They got a bunch of Super Nintendo games in recently. Um, so you can go track down Donkey Kong Country Ooh. or anything like that. You want to throw down some Street Fighter. Uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, 100%. You can nice. get that in there and get down here. Um, or say you're into next week's episode. Because mm. in that week, next week's episode, oh. a little bit of this. A little bit of D&D, a.k.a. Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. We will be playing next week. Uh, I think Amy's still partially dead, and there's a... I think we just killed a T-Rex. I don't actually remember it. We have a T-Rex. There's so much going on. I'm so excited for it. Uh, But, say you're, like, really interested in Dungeons and Dragons, or you need some dice, or you need some books, if you go to thecriticaldice.com, Google that for me. Make sure I got the website right. (laughs) I feel like I just messed that up. Uh, Critical Dice, you use the code CAPELESS. You will get 15% off of your purchase of dice, of books, of hooks, whatever you need. Yes, son of Mander, there will be a recap. Mm. I think it's the. Oh, the. <laughs> Thecriticaldice.com. I'm, I'm, I'm t- yeah, thecriticaldice.com. There it is. There it, there is. it is. It's there. Thecriticaldice.com. Get 15% off using that code. Or say you're interested in learning about Dungeons & Dragons, or you're learning about monetizing Dungeons & Dragons, or monetizing streaming. I am going to be doing a panel on Twitch Ooh. at the Sacramento Public Library. I forgot the date. I'm so terrible. It's coming up soon. Hang on. This is why they're not. Those of you who wanted to follow Roz on Twitter, his handle is at DemonsHeadRocks65. That's weird. He, he tweets. That's, that's how you got. That's how you found out about the beard bomb brush. Down that. Anyway, on Wednesday, September nineteenth, I'm going to be doing a live stream. We will be hosting it on our channel. We're going to talk about Dungeons and Dragons with a couple other D and D podcasts, a couple other tabletop podcasts. We're going to talk about the game itself. Also, how to, like I said, how to monetize it um, uh, and streaming it and all kinds of stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, we also like to thank Empire's Comics. Yeah, they are. They're the best. They like comic books. That is about going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Of course, my name is David Barry at DRBarry on varying social media platforms. Contrary to popular belief, I am in fact not a doctor. He's not. But. Smart enough. Yeah, I'm a genius. Mm-hmm. I'm joined this evening by uh, the other. Uh, Professor. Head of the demon. Yeah, let's go yeah, ahead. Yeah, the demon's head. I got a little bit of a longer quote, so bear with me. Oh, it's go. my favorite one of Roz from Batman Begins. So bright right now. If you make yourself more than just a person, if you devote yourself to an ideal, and if they can't stop you, then you become something else entirely. Legend, Master Wayne. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. Oh, that was fantastic. For Amy Nunag, a.k.a. IJNU Robot, on the social medias, and Son of Mander, a.k.a. Manderson, on some social medias and Tom at Tall Dog Not Ugly. No one believe you're a doctor. You don't even have a white lab coat. You're not wrong. I'll get future one. Future episodes. Future episodes. Gonna buy one and then I will be a doctor. And, and do I this will... a lot. <laughs> don't send pics of my rash asking for suggestions. Funny you should say that. At least once a month, I do get an email from someone who doesn't check who they're sending it to and I hear about knee problems. I have login credentials for an x ray. Um, an x-ray uh, technician office in Australia. I told you that in confidence. Yeah, there's a... I got some weird things. Um, so, them. you know, parent, uh, doctor-patient confidentiality apparently is out the window. Anyway, for the Capeless Crusaders, good night.